We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are three years, seven months, and 21 days into 14 days to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside, um, well, it's a, it's a full house tonight, isn't it? Uh, we've got Ned joining us, we've got Marty joining us, and we've got Bruce joining us. And it's going to be, uh, well, it's been a long time since the four of us have actually been on one. This is literally going to be a, a roundtable discussion. So I suppose we will start off with um, Ned, since this is normally your day. How are you, Mr. Wizard? I'm fine. Thank you very much. I've been looking forward to it. In fact, we've done nearly a whole show offline. Yes, we have. That was our prep session. Yeah. So I, I, <laughs> I have a half notion to send that no, one out just on its own. Yeah. Well, no, no, it, it's cool because we don't really get much time. I mean, I ain't seen Bruce for, uh, actually, I thought he'd become, you got an AI in because I hadn't seen him for that long. Yeah, it's been a couple months. Yeah. Bruce, how you doing? Yeah, uh, healthy and alive. And he Marty. Is, good. Yeah, Marty, you're back to read a cereal box today. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anything you like, Cocoa Pops, uh, Weetabix, Golden Grahams. Whichever one you'd like me to read, I'm ready to go. Bruce is looking fabulously uh, young, fresh-faced and healthy. Uh, Ned's looking good and a, and a natural colour. Johnny is his normal, super clean self. Uh, and I look like... Orange. The lighting in here. I do look like <laughs> Donald Trump's younger brother. I have got. You have orange. his money too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> I was the ginger stepchild within the family, and uh, didn't actually get any of the money. So no. Uh, yeah, good. Thank you. Right. Well, we You're looking healthy, though, tonight. Marty. Well, before before we get into the topics of the day, I would like to let everyone know that we did take a big risk when we started all of this. We are not backed by fake corporate dollars that push fake agendas that make everyone hate each other. So if you're interested in supporting the work that we do, we do offer additional features with our now active subscription service. Benefits include access to our instant messaging service for direct communication to us, along with early access to upcoming and sometimes unpublished podcasts, as well as exclusive access to our behind-the-scenes uncensored prep sessions, <laughs> which I'm laughing at <laughs> for the one that we just did, <laughs> where we talk about things that sometimes don't make it to the final product that you're hearing now and i guarantee some of the things that were on that one will not make it <laughs> oh. in fact most of that will not make it no that that will not make it especially the band leader yes the band leader will not make it <laughs> and whatever uh, production house he belongs to in the adult film industry yes um that that won't uh, that won't be happening so so if you want to take part in this fight with us if you want if you want to support a team that's willing to do the real research and not give you fake nonsense for talking points if you want to say screw you to the mainstream media like cnn fox news bbc sky news and ms 
MSNBC, then the link is in the program description down below where you can come on board with us and you can take advantage of these benefits that we're offering to you. And by doing so, you will support our work and the research that goes along with that work. And together we can take the fight to the doorsteps of these frauds that are on the television, in the newspapers, and the talking heads on the international stage. For the less than the price of a cup of coffee per month, together we can take action as subscriptions start at just $5 per month. Now, are you still unsure of what you're getting? We now offer a 30-day free trial, which includes unlimited access to all features and content. Again, the link is in the program description down below. All right, I'm just going to kind of let things go and let the chips fall where they may, right? That's that's how this conversation is going to go. So there is no time limits tonight. <laughs> we will go as long as we need to, and everybody can make every point they want, and we can talk as long as we need to. And so that's what we'll do. So I guess, Ned, you've probably got a, a laundry list of things. I see a big notebook down there next to you. So I suppose that we'll start and you can you can start oh, off with the topic really. you want. Not really. No? It's just that um, there are a couple of topics we could talk about that I've, I don't know where to go, actually. Uh, New Zealand, Canada, I'll leave them till later. But there was one thing I was thinking about. We mentioned ages ago because um, I was China. China was yeah. very clever, weren't they, with Tibet? Yeah. They always have this long plan thing. That plateau of theirs, do you know how many rivers that feeds? Uh, it's quite a bit. I, I want to say it's around Do you know 10. what I was saying? They're building dams and things like that. Yes. And I'm thinking yeah. that's, that is their next, that is their long-term major move. That yeah. Tibetan plateau feeds everywhere in East and Southern Asia. Interesting. That is the water feed to just about everywhere. There's at least 10 major rivers and... I mean, I, I was looking into it and I found out that Pakistan, India, Nepal, Bangladesh, uh, Myanmar, which used to be Burma for those people, uh, Thailand, Cambodia, Laos, Vietnam, Bhutan, and China itself. Obviously, the Yangtze, all of those are affected by that plateau. That is huh. one major thing, isn't it? It is. Think yeah. about it. Uh -huh. Yeah. And they accessed that one in the 50s. That's a long term thing. And what happens if they start? really engineering where the water goes yeah yeah well starts getting nice. this yeah and it, a few years ago uh we talked about it briefly uh you actually had uh what was it uh india went into the Kashmir. the reason they went in there of course the media ran a, a cover story for it saying oh well, it's the indians that are doing that on purpose no they were going yeah, in there to the kick chinese. the chinese out yeah, they were going in to kick the Chinese out because the Chinese wanted it for a source of fresh water. The Indians said, uh-uh. That yeah. is a major thing. That is a major thing. There's going to be a lot of movement in there. And it's, that's a well, strangle. That is one hell of a stranglehold, isn't it, if you think about it, Mai? It, it is a stranglehold, but it's one of those those things that if you, were, if you ever had the audacity to use it to deny people their fresh water, you would very rapidly be at war with a lot of people mm. so they've got it there as an option but if they ever went that way then well, you would you would soon see how the whole of that part oh, yeah. of asia it's, would it's turn an against option them. but the point is they took that to actually make sure that their supply to the yanksy was okay that was the major reason they went there because if you think about it in I, I think they accessed it in the 50s, was it? 50s? They took Tibet? They annexed it in the 50s. Yeah, yeah but isn't it like 90% of the, the water that's in China already? Isn't it like 90% of or 90% of the rivers that they, they draw water from for drinking water for their population? It's it's unpotable, like you can't even drink it? Well, know. certainly the Yangtze, in the, in the lower regions, up in the mountains, in the, in the hill country, where it's flowing faster... The water is is fine, but in the lower 
lower lands where you've got heavily silted rivers and it's because of their their type of agriculture what do chinese people eat what's their major carbohydrate rice rice Rice. and to grow rice you need to flood fields so the runoff from those flooded fields from the paddies silts up rivers really really quickly my only experience of mainland china was on the yangtze and it was it was just it was almost like it wasn't a liquid it, you know it, it was it Ang was pork. Ang pork, yeah. it's, like, it's like the river in in ang pork, the river ank you uh, did give us a, a very detailed description of what it was like when you went up the Yangtze and the, you ended up with the tiger <laughs> yeah. bomb under your nose because the stench was so bad of all the it, stuff. It that was, was bad, it. and there was there was there was livestock, dead livestock, bloated, floating upside down in the Yangtze. So yeah, you can't you can't draw water from those rivers, but most of us don't draw water from rivers. We we draw water from reservoirs uh, and and wells aquifers. and aquifers. well the aquifers feed the wells and you know rain catchment so yes they could start but it, the, the main thing that those rivers are used for in that region is to irrigate fields yeah it's um, a lot of them but it's, it's a major point and i wondered why they annexed it and it is literally because it's one of the major feeds of the yangtze so they were initially looking after themselves look they they knew they couldn't control buddhism buddhism being the prevailing religion in the region they knew that they couldn't just stamp it out so they annexed it and kept the the monastery there and each successive dalai lama has been allowed to remain there i mean he was in exile or is he still in exile or has he gone back they actually did sign did sign something under duress and that's what's been used against them in it because <clears throat> in 1912 that used to be part of china didn't it well china has has shrunk and expanded over the, yeah. the centuries but what we know as as modern china was like what was left after the collapsing empire of of genghis khan you know so i think what i was trying to say was they knew they couldn't just stamp out on buddhism because that would uh, create the same response as cutting off the water it would polarize the region's opinions and efforts against China. So that's why they've gone in and taken it over. That's why the Dalai Lama has went into exile. I think he lived in Paris for a long time. Um, He ain't done too badly. No, but it's the the reason they've, they've still got hold of Tibet and why it will never be free is because religion is an anathema to Marxism, to communism. uh, And as such, they, 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 yeah, I know. That's the same reason with Xinjiang, isn't it, with the Uyghur Muslims? It's the same situation there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what? You can't have a higher authority than the state, as far right. as they're concerned. Right. Still in exile, by the way, according to the. Yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. I, I thought so. I, I did misspeak earlier. Forever in exile. But yeah, but I mean, uh, yeah. you say you say religion's anathema to it all, but if you if you think about it, they've turned science into religion, haven't they? Really? Yes. We're in scientism has, now. Yeah. Uh, it, science because there's no no point of evidence remember religion was the one thing that say do as i say or get excommunicated and everything else and you're just getting the same sort of rubbish coming out of the mouths of the people that are pushing all these agendas glad you brought that up uh got an article here a couple of days ago out of the daily fail anthony fauci ran a lab in montana with experimented with coronavirus strain shipped in from wuhan a year before the coronavirus pandemic began 
Mm-hmm. So there you go. That's not surprising. No. Yeah, but you see, that's a lab in Montana run properly, uh, so there's no chance of a leak. One would hope. That's true. Yeah, that's well, one would hope. Yeah, but that's uh, you. Yeah. You have to at least admit that the labs that they have in the U.S. and in the U.K. and in Europe, yeah. they actually okay. have higher standards. We, we we talk about leaks though, but if anybody that knows virology, if it leaks from one place, it doesn't automatically pop up at the same time six or eight places in the world the same strain. That, that leak that was that, the that joke. leak was either carried around in a in a briefcase with an aerosol attachment <laughs> or. It was released in in Wuhan, which is a city of 37 million people, by the way. And how long does it take for a mutation? uh, I I don't know, but it it was just at exactly the same time as all of the Chinese people working overseas were returning back to the countries that they were working in right on the Lunar New Year. Most notably, Italy during Fashion Week. Yes, exactly, because they bought all of... Milan and the fashion houses, and they've got tons of staff there. So it was an easy, easy way of, of of spreading something. If indeed that was what they did, that's what I think they did. Um, the vanguard. Yeah, it's 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 an easy way of getting it around without anyone actually noticing. Because if you had lots of shady agents in in black suits, white shirts, black ties, dark glasses with a, with a briefcase, aerosol people would have noticed but if it's just people returning did they come from... with the hammer and sickle tattooed on their forehead too or no is that yeah, optional yeah. Uh, well no that it's, it's like it's like witches they 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 hide their their devil's mark somewhere where it can't be seen and only accessed by satan so what are we talking about <laughs> i, don't, I don't know all right Bruce, elbow your way in there you're the only one who hasn't let, talked yet i was just i was just letting you roll <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah all right bruce elbow your way in there get in there come on yeah so the the i, w- I was gonna add to your um uh covid spread they also had the uh military sports games that um the whatever the international sports games or whatever was going on there in china in um, Wuhan. And yeah, in Wuhan, about six months or so within the time frame. So same year, uh, and a lot of the the soldiers from that actually reported uh, having become ill. Uh, that doesn't surprise me. Someone very close to me went on a Far East six week tour, and part of that was in mainland China. And when compared with all the other places, the other countries they stayed in, like Singapore, Thailand. Japan, China was filthy. It was unwelcoming. The hotel was unsanitary. And yes, they've got these sparkling cities that we see pictures of, but that's not the bulk of China. The bulk of China is a fairly unhealthy place unless you've grown up there and got all the antibodies that you need. I mean, I do quite well, uh, as in not getting infections. And I put that down to the fact that I was brought up by my grandfather and he used to let the family Labrador do the first part of all the washing up, all the dishes. Oh, what was that? So, Black Black Lab, what was he called? Yeah, Dudley. It wasn't Dudley, a he. That's it. It, was a, it was a she called was Dudley. It? Stunk. She did not. She was she a lovely did. old girl. How she dare did. you? How she did stink. She, she was well, getting on like old dogs. The carpet yeah, smell yeah. of Dudley. It was a Dudley carpet. It was a Dudley carpet. But anyway, <laughs> living, you know, they say if you lie with dogs, you get fleas. But if you let the dog do the washing up, you get really good antibodies. 
<laughs> right. <laughs> they eat dogs in China. Well, yeah. At wet markets in Wuhan, I just like to add. Mm. Yeah, I don't want to even think about that. <laughs> All right. Um, shall we? Do you have something else, Ned? Do you have another topic you want to? You I got, want to I got the loads Chinese of things. Thing, it's just I was looking for one that really disgusted me today. So you want to talk about the Middle East then? Uh, no, um, <laughs> you no. Didn't say in prep that disgusted you. So, uh, uh, what the Middle East? Uh, well, uh, yes, and it's being is, reported. Uh, hold, hold on, yeah, hold on. It, it is being reported right now. Right now, this is not confirmed by any of the mainstream outlets. This is just coming out of a couple of quote alternative outlets. It's being reported now that Hezbollah has declared war on the U.S. On the U.S. Yes, no, which means so, absolutely nothing. But okay. Well, they're they're, they're going to have to queue up, aren't they? Yeah. To, to attack the US from the southern border, they're going to have to wait for all the illegal immigrants to get across that bridge no, first. No, actually, Bruce and I were going over some of that a couple of weeks ago. Some of our Border Patrol guys and our ICE guys nabbed some Iranian operatives that were Hezbollah. And we already know through, uh, what's her name, uh, General Richardson, who is ahead of our southern U.S. Southern Command, they've already said in sworn testimony to the U.S. Congress that Hezbollah is operating out of Caracas, Venezuela. Yeah. So they're already down south. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, they're there. But if they're going to get into the States to do any damage, they're, they're, they're going to have to join the queue. Yeah. Same as the ones are already here in the, in the U.K., you know, uh, we've got November the 11th. Everybody, everywhere. That's the yeah, problem. we've got November the 11th coming up. Our Armistice Day, Remembrance Sunday. I've got which, a statement from Sunak today out of that. I'll pull it. Go ahead. Yeah, but the supporters of the Palestinians are organizing a million-person march on the same day in London. If ever there was going to be uh, a clash and a kickoff, that would be it. So if that complete cockwomble uh, Steve Khan <laughs> allows that protest to happen, he should be immediately taken out. And I'm not going to say what I want to say, but he, he should he should Flog. be punished. I believe in everyone's right to protest. So yeah. here we go. So I'm going to read this out. This, this is, is Sunak. Sunak. Yeah. The, to plan protests on Armistice Day is provocative and disrespectful, and there is a clear and present risk that the cenotaph and other war memorials could be desecrated, something that would be an affront to the British public and the values we stand for. The right to remember in peace and dignity those who have paid the ultimate sacrifice for those freedoms must be protected. I have asked the Home Secretary to support the Met Police in doing everything necessary to protect the sanctity of Armistice Day and Remembrance Sunday. That's fine, but it doesn't say, right, you cannot come to London to protest September the 11th. It doesn't say that. November the 11th. Sorry, November. Yeah, sorry, September the 11th. Um, yeah, it's the US. No, you can see how I could conflate the two things. Of course. Yeah, of course. yeah, no, no, I get it. I get it. It's just but getting It doesn't up. go far enough. It doesn't Correct. go far enough. And I, as I say, I support everybody's right to protest uh, as long as it's peaceful. But that is that, a clear provocation. That will, that will be it, provo provocative if it happens at that time. Deliberately if provocative. It, if it wasn't for the fact that London has basically fallen. London is no longer a British city. The fact that we've got Sadiq Khan, who was born here. Yes, he was born here, but I've seen him at Muslim rallies with ISIS flags waving in the background and delivering his, his human rights speeches 
to the amassed people there. He is such an obvious fifth columnist. How have we let this happen? Without wanting to get us completely cancelled, I won't go any further into how I think we've let it happen. I do understand, because I ain't saying nothing, because I know what I feel about him too. Yeah. We have very similar things going on. Uh, We've already had protests, quote-unquote protests, here in the United States uh, for people supporting Hamas and Hezbollah. Uh, They're supporting uh, what happened in Israel. Um, oh, it's happened they're, they're here doing... in London as well. Uh, yeah. And in Birmingham, Leicester, Just about Leeds, everywhere. everywhere. The, the, it's deliberate. It's deliberate. It's it is the way it's... What, what I'm not understanding is, I, I, I don't understand, I do, I, this is sarcasm, I don't understand how these people are going out there and protesting in support of a terrorist group. This is someone, not just a terrorist group, but they committed an atrocity just recently. How are they not on some kind of uh, no-fly list? Whereas if if it were something uh, that, you know, a conservative group here would be in support of something that is like, for example, uh, abolishing abortion, you get on a no-fly list here for, for something like that. But in support of actual terrorists that were beheading children and um, executing people in their homes, no, that, that's good. You're good. You know, this is, this is not a case of fly lists or political moves. This is a case of right or wrong. And that is wrong no matter which way you look at it it's all wrong it's a deliberate move to incite grief on both sides of everything and whoever pays them gets them going they've sparked off and if anybody i mean think about it kick the shit out of somebody then wave your hands and go whoa ceasefire you know so i can rearm well i've been there before no I mean, I'm sure, I tell you what, let's, the world wants to have a little bit of an experiment itself. Get Hamas out, drag the bastards out, and leave the place to the people, the actual Palestinians, and see if they can make something of it. Uh, I would, I would argue that that was already attempted. And in 2014, 2016, somewhere in there, they voted for Hamas. That was a bit of a mistake. It was before that. They've been in power since before 2010. Oh, was it before? Okay, t- so uh, even earlier. Okay, so but they've repeatedly voted the men, and when once they, they got in power, this, I think that you were not going to get them out. That's the that's the problem. Is we don't know. This happens a lot in in the peer pressure. Um, yeah. that that happens a lot there. Um, either you do this, or you're going to have your family uh, disappeared. Well, there, there is that, but there's also Hobson's choice, as in no choice at all. What were their options? What were the, It's like us in the UK at the moment, not anywhere near as, uh, as a desperate situation, but I can't vote for anyone at the moment. None of the major parties uh, are worth my vote. So when you're in a situation like Palestine, who, who, have they, who else was putting themselves forward? Who would be brave enough to stand up against a terrorist organisation trying to turn themselves into a political party? Political parties weren't allowed once they got into power. They disallowed it, didn't they? Hamas actually disallowed it. absolutely straight out of the the communist playbook, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Well, where do you think they get trained? Where do you think they get trained? Where do you think these training camps are? But that's just it. As, As soon as you've got power remove anybody else's ability to take that power from you. Uh, and and that's what's happened. So I don't for a moment think we should send a, you know, a, a world coalition 
in there to sort the problem out. I think it's got to be a case of get everybody out that wants to leave and then let the two factions fight it out. Simple as that. Where do you take them, though? That That's part of the problem is... Well, they're is... already coming here anyway, Bruce. They might as well, well come here. We, we might as well we might as well just forget any any chance of controlled immigration. <laughs> Should we yeah, get all the white new Palestine? The, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. In in the US though, we've we've already got uh the, this type of mentality and this type of support and this type of revolutionary activity that's taking place in the houses of our Congress. And if you don't believe that, look at these squad members. Look at what's her name? Ilhan Omar, Rashida Tlaib, mm -hmm. uh Ocasio Cortez. Look at these. You know, these are these are open supporters and backers. And I believe that what's her name to leave? I believe that's where isn't she Palestinian or well, I think something so, to that yeah, effect? Yeah, yeah. She's um, I believe she is Acorn. She's one of the most uh, Acorn. Well, there you go. It's yeah. the same thing. The, these people. Yeah, and then, of, of course, you've got some brotherhood. Yeah. And then you've got uh, what's her name uh, that spoke at the Democratic Socialists of America meeting uh, Sarsour, Linda Sarsour. You've got these radical types, these, these radical revolutionary types, and it doesn't end there. It never but does. The, yeah, but the thing is, once they've got here, they're not a voice of the people. No, but they the say they don't have a. The people don't have a voice. I agree. That's the but, problem. But it's it's the old flip everything around and turn it upside down to make you think that it is. That's their oh, game. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, but once again, I mean, what the reflection of how the public from various countries around the world is shouting what it's shouting is just sad. They haven't got a clue because the only the only victim here are the actual people, and that's it people's on whatever sides no, no, no matter which way you look at it that's the sad thing of it all but it yeah, is a well, lesson the lesson to be learned is to get rid of all these little power structures one way or another but every war has been started by an old person and the people who die in it are the young <clears throat> people it is is it's as simple as that uh, and we've got to as as a as a world, and I'm not suggesting for a moment we come together as some kind of no, we're individual world governments. But as a world, we have to stop these kind of people getting into positions of power. It goes goes back to I don't know who who first said it, but you know anyone who puts themselves forward for public office should be immediately uh, excluded from ever holding public office. Because it's always for reasons of, of ego or personal gain that they wind up doing it. Very, very few politicians these days are people who just want to make things better for their own country, for their own people. And they've not always got to get into office. Yeah, exactly. No, well, they're, some they're not people, allowed to be. Yeah, so, well, y yes and no. Sometimes, I mean, I've known some people that have gone into politics. They'll go in and they'll be like a state representative or a state senator or something, not go to DC or something. I've also known a couple of people that have done that before. No, uh, but they'll go in, they'll do their terms and then leave. They won't stay. They'll go in and they'll say, look, you know, I'm, I'm just here to, to do what I said I was going to do. And that's it. It's time for me to go. And yeah, they'll go and back the one, and, and live a regular life. And, and that's what should be done. That, the ones that do stay, like we were talking about just the other day, they are prime for twats like Soros to bribe them, to blackmail them, to buy them. Uh, and then he can cause or they can cause all kinds of problems and shenanigans at that lower governmental level because 
as Musk, who is an intelligent man, as, as, as we've seen, rightly points out the best value for money is that level of office. I would, well, yeah, um, well, you mean controlling the level of just above where the people are? Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I, we're joking about, this is something I jokingly say, but I'm actually kind of serious at the same time. If, if I were um, a dictator-in-chief, I would gladly be dictated for the rest of, um, well, the, the country's life. I mean, as long as life-sustaining stuff would last, I would love to be dictator-in-chief of the U.S. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's because... Is it all about where you come from no, and your that, ideals? Well, you, you've got a plan, quite clearly. You have a plan. I yes. can see it, you, you I can will, see you it will, in your eyes. You, you will <laughs> gladly uh, follow the Constitution. And those oh, that fail oh, to, yeah, 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 will be slaughtered. Uh, you'll be tried for treason. <laughs> oh, that's fair. now that is something that should because proper treason yeah. is some of them. Yeah, that's well, that's I've explained what's actually happened with treason. That's actually been removed from our vocabularies. Yeah, it has. So that has. that has got to change. You've got to have treason because then that gives you identity of a country. Exactly. That's no, the only that's, that's that's the only crime in the Constitution that has a penalty. Uh, hey, well, right. there's. There's one outside of there's one outside <laughs> of that. That's in the Constitution. Yes, you're you're correct. But there's also uh, the Coinage Act of 1789. I think it is, and it specifically says it. And we actually this is a law that's still on the books in the U.S. If you are a person that is found to be manipulating the currency of the United States for your own personal gain, you are to suffer the penalty of death. There you go. Well, we <laughs> were talking about George Soros, were we? Right? Exactly. Sure. Well, short, shorting the pound, shorting the dollar. That's how he's made his money. Yeah. And and the Coinage um, Act covers that, I'm pretty sure. I'm just stating what's actually law. Well, yeah, in he the created US. an in, he created an incident. He hedge funged it all just in case everything fell to pieces and he just wanted to well, he just caused nothing but harm and yeah. trouble to the economies. Yeah. Well, and basically he should have been just no assets in that country, bugger off. Nothing he moved there. everything to Ireland is what he did. Well, there you go. There's your problem. Yeah. yeah. All right, Ned, what's right, next right, on here's, your list? Here's, here's one for you. Listen to this, cool. and I want to know what you think of this. Canada, one of our favourite places. Made. Do you remember what made means? Um, Medical assistance in dying. Oh, yes. Yes, I do remember made. Right. So the Quebec College of Physicians started to spout up again. A Dr. Louise Ray, I think it was. And basically what, what they proposed was children up to the age of one, if they um, have some really physical problem, whatever, should be given assisted death. You know, this is babies and infants, right? Now, babies and infants, all they want to do is eat, be warm, drink and get cuddles from their parents, right? And this is what they've been proposing, yeah? So basically they say they'll be better off... And yet, if you look into Canada, they are actually <laughs> one of the biggest organ donors for infants. <laughs> so Canada are basically creating more organs. They're oh, organ is, harvesting. Is, it's almost like the, the Chinese have subcontracted the Canadians to do that. Yeah. Trudeau's gone, oh, no, we can't get away with just tissue typing everyone who comes into one of our prisons and then bumping them off as that particular tissue type and blood group are needed for organ donation. Uh, so instead, we're going we're gonna to kill kids. I'll tell you my thought on this, and I had, to, I had to have a long think about it because I was wondering why people with severely handicapped 
vegetative. That's a really hard word to say. By the way, thanks for cleaning up when I tried to say judiciary the other day. You did. You sorted that right out for me. Thank you very much. People who have these severely handicapped children, why do they prolong their lives? Why do they keep them in constant care, round-the-clock care, all kinds of machinery? I had a chance to think about it from a very personal level because part of our extended family had a daughter that was born perfectly healthy and then had a severe inflammation of the brain, which left her in a, a vegetative state. You know, she she couldn't move. Uh, and she lived past her 40s. Uh, and the family would go to the, the care home where she was all the time, uh, visit her every day, spend hours and hours with her, buy things to put into the room that kept her, because you could see in in her eyes that she saw what was going on and she was interacting with lights, those sorts of things, tactile stuff that... Anyway, the reason people do this is that love of their child, but the, the, the benefit it gives to us all, and bearing in mind I'm the man that says religion is the worst thing that ever happened to mankind, but it gives you a chance to question faith and see the value of life. And that's what people with disabilities give everybody the chance to do. It gives everybody the chance to be a better human being by caring for an individual, by making sure that you're doing everything you can for that disadvantaged, disabled individual. Yeah. So that, that's you, what I think of that. You've so got to experience Canada, a struggle to get the benefits and understand it, I suppose. Well, it's yeah. light and shade, isn't it? It, yeah. it's, that, it's that kind of comparison. So that's what I think of that. I think Trudeau is an out-and-out piece of filth. Um, his entire government uh, are made up of, of, of his cronies, and Canada needs to get rid of him. Hey, Martin. Hello. I just got somebody else to say. I want to add another name to your list in Canada to this one. I, I was to... hoping Bruce was going to bail me out there, <laughs> but no, you just come back at me. <laughs> right. Maid obviously was only brought into in 2016, yeah? Now, listen to this person. There's a Dr. Green. This is a Stephanie Green, yeah? Now, this lady, right, she started in the, what you could say, the beginning of life care, maternity so she spent 20 years in this, yes? And then this exhausted her. So then she joined the MAID program for the end of life care. And you want to hear some of the quotes come out from this lady. She goes, one's a delivery in and one's a delivery out. They're similar in turns and they're both incredibly intimate moments. They're milestones in someone's life. They are intense. Dr. Green has helped 300 people so far in the last five years and says it doesn't feel like burnout, quite the opposite, because she's getting an intense feeling out of this, and that is the sort of people they've got in this program. I can't imagine any other kind of person that would really want to be involved in it. How long do you train as a doctor, Bruce? Was it five years? Uh, yeah, it, yeah, it varies, but no. yeah, seven. But so, oh, yeah, in America, it's seven, seven years because you take longer to do everything. Yeah. yeah. Do. Um, but for us, it's about five years. Is it? And well, we have more memory work that they need to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so right. you spend all whatever number of years, I think it's seven years for a vet, but and a pharmacist. Yeah. So you spend all that time 
training on how to save life, how to improve people's standard of living. And what do you decide to do? I'm going to go and be uh, a palliative exit doctor. That's what I'm going to do. No, they're, they're messed up people. Mm. You know, the the um, the the various units that were put in charge of the final solution, the, the Einstatz Brigade. Yeah. They were, I mean, obviously, they'd been indoctrinated. They'd been brainwashed by the whole Nazi propaganda. They wound up in, in SS units and... They spent most of their time drunk, using drugs because of the horrible job that they'd been given. Yeah. And mess any human being up that had any kind uh, of yeah. brain. Yeah, I'm not I'm not sympathizing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not <laughs> We've got volunteers for it now. That's yeah. how good society's got. Yeah. They're volunteering yeah. for it. Yeah, most of them are Canadian, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Green there can't wait. Now, if you've got someone for instance, with motor neuron disease and, you know, slowly but surely their whole body's shutting down. And while they are still able to, they express a wish to end it. Yes. Then that kind of situation, I wouldn't want to be involved in it. And I've got no opinion because I've not been there and I've not been related to someone who's been there. But when it comes to kids um, with major defects, major birth defects, deformities, disabilities, it really should be down to the parents. And if the parents aren't going to do it, if that kid is still able to interact in any way under no circumstances. It's a a chance. it's It's a life and it's a chance for someone to be caring. Because you don't Um, know down the line what could be done. The thing is, a child does not ask to be born. That is the first thing you've got to think about. I've been and thinking it... about this recently as well, right? <laughs> no, that? children don't ask to be born, but once they make a major decision for themselves, the parent should be off the hook, right? <laughs> is that because yours have already grown up? I was getting ready to say, now that it's <laughs> out of the house, yeah. Yeah, totally uh, well, Once they decide to have a kid of their own, that's it. Your oh, guilt. Oh yeah, but then they're end. an adult, though. They're still they're no longer a child. Exactly. But, but then the child know. hasn't made the decision. It's an adult. Yeah. But this is a horrible subject, Ned. Why on earth did you bring this one up? Because it's a horrible subject. I because know. We, we these are the things that if it's done somewhere in one part of the world, like like, like I was saying, you've got all these else, segmented yeah. countries, and people are trying these different things out where other countries aren't hearing about it. That is horrible. I mean, what would that do to the UK? Ormond Street would cease to exist, wouldn't yeah. it? And that is yeah. nothing but a children's hospital, and that would just cease to exist. There would be no need. Why? Because between zero and one year, well, if there's a problem, end it. And there you go. Pudsey yeah. Bear would not be a charity. This is what was, since you mentioned what happened during the uh, the 1930s, uh, Marty, this is what was referred to back then as what they called mercy killings. Oh, yeah. If you go far yeah. enough back, if, if it was a problem to the child and it was born wrong, it was shoved out in the snow. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah. But but we're at a totally different yeah, point a different of time. understanding. Yeah, yeah. It's a different time it? now. This yeah. is where, I mean, yeah. when you get given choice, you've got to take responsibility for your choice. But we're also at a totally different level of capability to provide care. If you were a uh, subsistence Bedouin tribe um, living in the middle of the desert and a child was born with a cleft palate, couldn't feed properly, open to infection, maybe. 
But nowadays, cleft palates are fixed all the time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's not the death sentence that it was. The idea of the Spartans leaving the, 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 the babies on the rocks. Uh, and if they survive, they survive. But it's, we, we've got, we, we have evolved past that. And you, are, and it, yeah, you asked me why I brought it up. The reason I brought this up was to raise the question if this is allowed, where does it lead? It leads yeah. to another excuse for genetic manipulation. Can I have that little thing that looks like I want it to look like? And you lose your variability of humanity and what we could be. Yeah. That is where it will lead. You will lose the chance of what you might become. I don't think we've ever evolved past that. Yeah, I mean, we're, we're talking about the, the majority of people, yeah, are, are, are for helping the kids and, and are very generous. Most people in the West are that way. However, you're talking about the Spartans or you're talking about like the the ruling empire of the time has always had some kind of messed up policy, if you will. To where they're butchering people or sacrificing people or um, have no care of, about life. I'd argue we're still we're no at least here in the U.S. You you guys over there uh, across the pond, you, you're you're better about it. Um, but here in the U.S., we we butcher kids all the time, and uh, they they scream that it's their right. It's just reproductive health. So no, I, here in the here in the U.S., we have a ways to go to be. Um, more humane to kids i wouldn't be so hard on yourself mate it's you what you don't see is definitely things do happen yeah we do look on things a bit differently and in the uk we are brilliant people i understand that but <laughs> you know, <laughs> but no there is a lot of downside it's the whole society is in a mess the whole of society is in a mess the controls are off, as in what keeps some semblance to stop us rolling into chaos. They're just adding to the pile of shit. But I must admit, there are one or two countries that are pushing back. I mean, you talk about old laws, um, Johnny. Yeah. If you go to New Zealand um, at the moment, I think there was, in, in international law, there still is a law in New Zealand where the Maori government that was in existence which was governed by 52 chiefs or whatever before britain came in and it was an agreement under empire law still that's pre and post that yeah. there is a ruling government and they actually stepped in the other day and i want to see how far they can push this they have got a list of over 100 names in and out of parliament that they want prosecuted they've actually put forward that no mRNA or any derivative of it from BioNTech, Moderna can be shipped into the country and used. And I want to see how far they can push it. Is one of those names? Is one of those names Miss Ardern herself? No, it's not. Why not? Funny that because she should be at the top of that damn list. I, well, I haven't seen it. I mean, there's four major names that they've actually got into they've started to do um what they called lawful proceedings but her name isn't on it but there's a list of 100 and i'm sure she's on that and they're not not got through it yet perhaps there's a subsection to that law that says horses can't be prosecuted at the local might, vet she yeah. might bite me <laughs> yeah but no it's 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 something that's got going because obviously the, the problem is 
I mean, do you remember Baby, whatever it was, Baby W or Baby B or whatever it was, when there was a couple of parents in New Zealand during the Baby COVID Will thing, or whatever, uh, yeah. and they and they yeah. tried to stop the health um, part of the government taking guardianship of the child because they didn't want it to have any blood because it it might need surgery, and if it needed surgery, they didn't want they wanted clean blood and not right vaccinated right. blood. Yeah, and they lost yeah, that recall. court case. Yeah, and and the woman that was going with them all the way, she formed another political party after that, and they're going, and that's another group that's going for all the vaccine harm and stuff and whatever. And then you got this by law, old government coming together to say, and this is for they made the law for Maori and non Maori, so they're all inclusive. But that's that's New Zealand trying to push back. Any pushback is worth talking about and i'm saying yeah uh, go for it go for it guys anything anything is good it's like you said martin you got to back get the mps to to listen to bridgeton if if they're from your constituency yeah write to them yeah i totally agree because he's just gonna to be heard he's got to come out with different things until they shut him up again and again again two things uh just to i don't know if you caught it from what uh, marty and i were talking about yesterday uh you said that pfizer was headed to zero and then i said yeah yeah when when he told me that that's what you said i said yeah he's right and moderna's headed to zero too and they are on their way uh, now, of course, they're blaming a, a bad advertising campaign. And I have a clip here of, uh, Bruce, we were talking about Kramer the other day uh, on CNBC. I have a clip of him and uh, Albert Borla, the CEO of Pfizer. And they say that this is because of a, look, they, they just, they hired the wrong celebrities to carry the message, right? That's what, that's what the problem is here. That's, that's the issue. And so if they can fix that, well, then, you know. Something that occurred that is fortuitous, and I'm not trying to make light of it, but you picked a spokesperson, Travis Kelsey, perhaps because of his association with Taylor Swift, maybe the most famous athlete in the world right now. And he also has an antagonist, a fellow by the name of Aaron Rodgers, who called him Mr. Pfizer in order to mock him. But the fact is, sir, isn't that the kind of awareness that you need in order to be able to build uh, prescriptions, build vaccines, and then get people to realize the power of your portfolio? I think he is, and he's a wonderful spokesperson for us, and we are very proud that we are associating our name with him. But is it working? I mean, I know that when I go, uh, I feel like right now I went and I got my, my, my flu and I got my Pfizer COVID, and I felt rather uh, pioneerish. I felt that I'm alone. Now, I know others are doing it, but I, I, I'm trying to, I'm struggling with the idea, why doesn't everybody do this? And what is the resistance? We thought in the beginning of the years, we thought that we will have 24% of the Americans, and that was our projection, will doing a COVID uh, vaccine this year. So far, uh, it looks like it's trending more towards 17%. And so far, maybe 7 8% have done it. But the months ahead of us are, are very uh, strong. So there are many reasons why it's lower. Uh, and... Uh, we are far away from uh, the COVID fear, so everybody will do the vaccine. Now we are in the middle of the COVID fatigue. Nobody wants to speak about COVID. And we have also a lot of anti-vaxxers rhetoric at the peak. But the good news is that those that they are doing a vaccine right now are those that they truly believe in the value of vaccination. What? So that's a very base uh, assumption for what the vaccination rates could be as a floor going forward. But there is some sort of vaccine fatigue in this country right now that I think is affecting your earnings. 
uh, you're right, but uh, it's mainly in the COVID area because our RSV has done uh, tremendously better than what we thought. Our pneumococcal vaccine is doing tremendously better than what we thought and the analysts thought. And of course, the flu vaccinations are doing trending quite well. We don't have a flu, but we know how they are trending. So there is a little bit of COVID uh, fatigue, which reflects on uh, the number of COVID vaccinations that we had. Also, don't forget, that, Jim, the COVID vaccines came a little bit late in the right. season, right? In the middle of uh, September, approximately. We had all August quite a, a wave of COVID. So a lot of people got COVID and they can't do a vaccine before four months after they had COVID. Uh, Bruce, you, hey. you want to pipe up there? Uh, yeah, Bruce, off to you. Uh, yeah, I just want to point out that... Um uh, the, the the reason that you don't have uh, a lot of people taking up the vaccine and it's having a problem and uh, your your spokesperson may not be the right spokesperson for it and all of that, um, maybe because people are dying from the vaccine. That might be the problem. It's funny that just, right, just, throwing just a there. minor side effect. That's that, all. That'd yeah, do not, it, wouldn't it? Yeah. But can I be petty for a moment? Absolutely. Absolutely. Are all scientists stereotypical Bond villains. I mean, that guy sounds exactly like Schwab for a start. He's I mean, not a they're, they're not he's even, a, he's He a did vet. not spot the cat with the diamond necklace go behind him. That is yeah. true. Yeah, that's true. He it, Well, yeah, yeah. he didn't see Schwab uh, sitting over there in the corner saying, yes, yes, say that. But and the sharks <laughs> with the lasers. <laughs> yes. um, he's a veterinarian. He's not an actual, he's not a, he's not an actual doctor, but yeah, go on, Kramer. Uh, did you say he's a veterinarian yes. or a veterinarian? <laughs> Whatever. Both. Okay. Careful. <laughs> All right. So I'm just, just wondering. Um, point. Now, the other thing is Jim Cramer. We spoke, and it, it's amazing that um, we said, I, well, I said exactly what I'm about to talk about now, which is the timbre of your voice. Now, he must have the thickest bone head if he thinks that that high-pitched castrato squeal that he's conversing in sounds anything other than f***ing irritating. <laughs> So that's all I wanted to say. I just wanted to be a little bit petty for a moment or two. Um, what What's going on? I mean, was he castrated fairly he's early on? He's always been like that. He's always been like that. Even even like 15 years ago, he's been on that network for, for decades. And I, I've heard him over the years many times, and he's always sounded like that. All right. When you said Kramer at first, but as you were introducing You were thinking Seinfeld, you yeah. I was thinking Seinfeld, yeah. Mm. He did play um, a great role, Michael Richards. He he really did. He did very good role. Um, but no, that that guy's voice <laughs> was terrible. driving me up the yeah yeah flipping wall. Yeah, but seriously, the reason I mentioned about Pfizer going bankrupt and everything else because that is the next move because there are more and more people trying to bring lawsuits, especially to Congress and everything else, and they're denying it openly. So the scapegoats have to be created. Oh, it's shaggy, aren't they? Wasn't me. Wasn't me. Yeah. We get in the bathroom. Floor. I do have another tidbit. To, yeah, I do have another tidbit of follow up for you, Ned. Uh, if you'd like to, to talk on it, uh, and this is something that both you and Bruce have brought up separately on on different uh, podcasts before. Country Garden has defaulted on their on their dollar bond, declaring yeah, for the well, first time. Yeah. So they declared bankruptcy, and you called it. They they declared bankruptcy. Mm -hmm. 
two months ago, I believe it was, they declared Chapter 15 in New York, and then they defaulted for the first time. This, like, this was about the only headline on it. I didn't see it anywhere else. Yeah, it was going to happen. Yeah, but uh, that's that's the way. It's, it's you just follow the markets. But the point is, everything gets removed and shifted around, and something has to fall. Just like Pfizer least, and the rest of them. It's almost like the whole system was set up to to allow this to happen so that the guilty bastards don't really suffer. Yeah. You, you've got Chapter 11 bankruptcy, which is the type of bankruptcy where um, you don't have to pay back any of your debt, but the whole company gets transferred over to the investors. And I think Chapter 15 is something along the lines of we'll pay so many cents in the dollar to our creditors. And they still retain control of the company. And they still retain control of the company, yeah. Yeah. It, the, the whole banking, business, corporative, corporation system really is set up. Um, the you know, they, lose. They, they make the rules yeah. up as they go along, don't they? Just, just so that they can't lose. Um, mm-hmm. An autistic... He is autistic. There's no, there's, there's no doubt about it. Friend of my son's. When I had my war game table set up in my enormous um, entrance hall in my massive villa in <laughs> in Elaine, uh, and I ate okay. for my yes, it was it was a big place. I it was that. still the small <laughs> in Elaine, but for me it was huge. It was good, uh, and um, I was teaching the two boys how to play twenty millimeter. Um, wargaming and it's a what you see is what you get game uh my cousin and i wrote the rule system we made the rules up as we went along but then we both applied them fairly whenever we played the game now the problem with the game is every time i teach uh, a new person how to play it i wind up having to lose because you're always explaining why you're doing something yeah so you can't have because it takes hours to play but anyway I left the two lads after explaining the rules and I came back to see my son scratching his head, staring at his three blokes that the other guy, the other boy had allowed him to have while every single armoured fighting vehicle that I owned was pointing towards <laughs> my son's troops. Uh, and it is, it, it's, it's just a way that a clever person with no morals and no sense of fair play can completely skew uh, a game, if if indeed finance is a game, which it is, that's the way it's played. And and these big corporations are just using us as pawns, or rather, our taxes as pawns. Assets. Yeah. Uh, speaking speaking of all of that and um, uh, pawns and uh, uh, the, the the latest scapegoat in all of this, the financial game, same uh, Sam Bankman Fried. He was uh, found oh, guilty yeah. on seven criminal fraud uh, accounts. He has 115 years in prison. Is that the guy that has, was arrested at the airport with for the? Yes, that, he hasn't yeah, been that was the guy yet. that was. Yeah, yeah he, he was. He was the guy that was being cuckolded in. Uh, yeah. uh, what, what was it? Um, another country. I don't remember. It was like Bahamas or something uh, like Cayman. that. Uh, Ga- uh, Cayman. Yeah, Grand Cayman. Yeah, yeah. There's a point there, actually. None of these bastards should be allowed to outlive their crime, and that's what they want to do. You tell me that's not a patsy. Yeah, you know who's on that stage. Just you a, know who's yeah. on that stage. That's Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton and Tony Blair. Tony Blair and one of their is it FX? Uh, that's Freed. Bankman Freed. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. It F- is FTX. FTX. The the, uh, the yeah. hairstyle, the shorts, the the scruffy T-shirt. Yeah, that that's that's someone who's been 
and he was told, he was told to dress idiocy. up like that and all, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, no, you can't wear that nice suit that we uh, we hung out for. You're going to have to wear this to make you look like a 14-year-old schoolboy. Yeah, and you're not in the club. You're going to sit over there and we're going to talk and you're going to ignore you. And oh, yeah. after we scrape all the money off, we need to scrape off and rake everything we need to rake out. You're going to prison. You understand that, son? Yeah. And two of the biggest criminals are sitting there. They're sitting right there, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm yeah, surprised, to be fair, to be that close to Bill Clinton, at least, I'm surprised the kid's still alive. Well, he, he hasn't been sent to prison yet. That's true, yeah. He hasn't been Epstein yet. That's true. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> that, well, should be, that should be a new one in the Oxford English, shouldn't it? Epstein's or in Webster's over in the States. Or is that, well, it, it is online, at least. I mean, it, yeah. it has it, its meaning there. Yeah, that... It no, you know, there's been more chefs and personal assistants now have been Epstein, haven't they? I'm just curious, uh, Marty. <laughs> this, um, this, this female, um, yeah, this, yeah, the the paddleboard drowning, yeah, in six feet of water. This character that uh, was his, um, uh, his woman or or whatever, you know, part of this whole scam. She looks like somebody that was in every medieval village that practiced witchcraft back in the Middle Ages, don't you think? No, that's just your that's just just your American 16th or 17th century Salem witch trial vision. It could be, witch. yeah, it could be that too. That would have yeah. been my second uh, guess. Uh, yeah, witch. Monty witch. She's a witch. No, they dress me up like this. She's got oh, a pointy yeah. nose. No, it's a yeah, carrot. Yeah, she has got a wart. She turned me into a newt. I got better. Anyway, no, she she is a bit strange looking, isn't she? But then again, that's a very unfortunate photograph. <sighs> but that no, is she why. looks like that in all of her photographs. It's not just this one. Oh, so. she looks like a, a a wary rat. Tell you the truth, or a wary. She, she looks cornered, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, she does. Very that, yeah, I'm trying to be as kind as possible here. Well, rats, rats are intelligent. I like Both rats. of her parents yeah, they yeah, all to know constantly, and when they free, when they all stick together, they get frozen together into a great big lumpy rat monster <laughs> by frozen piss. So they might be intelligent, but they haven't worked out how not to have a wee on themselves. So let's let's not over. I'll save a couple of stories and I won't say it, Marty. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, both of her parents uh, attended, I believe it was Harvard University, and they were they were uh, I believe it was the head of the economics department, and there was also a gentleman who managed an office at that economics department. His name was Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, there you go. Yeah. She's also very sexually inclined. Yes, she, she is. Yeah, yeah she She's is. What? Oh yeah, yeah. They, she gets they used to. They yeah. used to like, film inclined. the, the uh, escapades <laughs> that they would have. Yeah, in in the groups there in the the, the Bahamas. Yeah, there was like five or six of them that lived at this. Uh, place in the Bahamas, and she was the the woman of the group, and they would trade her out, basically, uh-huh. right there. Yeah. That's the place. Actually, wow, anyone anyone could film into that. What are you it's trying to no say? They used gone. to call it pulling a train on somebody, not trade around. Yeah, now it's called now it's called OnlyFans, <laughs> is what it's called now. She she'd have probably made more funny uh, more money and stayed out of jail or any trouble if she'd have gone for OnlyFans. She looks the same. Well, she was, yeah, she was dressed up for court, but anyway. That was her with sideburns. I just saw it. No, it's no, no, <laughs> Larry <laughs> David. Yeah. yeah. So that's her without the wig. Okay. <laughs> right. Italy. Italy. Yeah. What about Italy it? has passed a law to ban something. Uh, Palestinian protests. Uh, no. No. It affects me. 
Mr. Gates was quite Okay, I'm, I'm interested. Yeah, <laughs> is, have we've actually banned him from all of our countries yet? And he can go to China. No, he went over there and he was pushing his um, fake meat. Oh, I did hear about this. Yeah, yes. the, I and the did Minister see of Health they came up with the a meat. resolution yeah. to call for the commitment to ban the production and marketing and import of all synthetic foods within their territory. The Italians have gone bugger off, Gates. Take it. And of course, I went okay. They've done this under what they call health concerns. So then you look into it, and I, actually, have you looked into how they manufacture this? Uh, we've Maybe. looked at some of these plant-based meats before, and it's it's quite disgusting. No, no, right? no, 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 a, no, 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 no. Go on. Do you know what it's it called? A, is it the pea protein one? Um, no, no, where no. they do all kinds no, of No, you've got you've got <laughs> to hear this. This, this is, is not something medical. This is not the human uh, meat thing. That what's his name? The, no, no, no. This is what you call right in the medical situation. If you go back to it, right, this is what they're quietly doing. They needed a chain, a, a, a way of cells that continue replicate themselves. So if you go into, and you can look this up if this you want. This is literally Christ. cancer. Look, no, yes. Look up immortal, immortalized cells. Look it up. It is a proper medical thing. This, These immortalized cells, because of their reproduction, this is what they use within vaccine industries and stuff like that. So basically, they're called precancerous cells, which have a possibility of turning into cancer. And this is basically what they're going to be putting out. So basically what you're going to be eating is a grandiose tumor. That's cancer cells. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our digestive system doesn't... Okay, so how it used to be taught was our digestive system broke down the foods into the baser proteins and then our body used it. Uh, now our understanding of it is um, you don't break it down. Uh, you break it down into uh, smaller sequences um, that your body can then use and absorb. It sounds to me like you're setting something up to, to, to be a catalyst for cancer and your body's going to be taking that in. You're just going to increase cancer. You're, you're just going to have more cancer. Well, the I thing mean, is, it basically, basically, yeah, basically what they're saying is this isn't humans. This isn't human cells. This is basically animal cells. And because it's animal cells, what the cancer people come out with, and this is what really pees me off, oh, this can't turn into cancerous within you. And then they go, because there's, there's no evidence. Of course there's no evidence. You're just starting it. Just I was like going to say, started, we don't have any long-term Just long -term like you started studies. a COVID vaccine. Yeah. So yeah. there's no long-term studies, but it's known within the industry that these precancerous cells have the possibility and can turn into cancerous cells. And you're going to be eating this? It, it, it should be common sense. It, it's You're eating a tumor. Uh, no, I, I, I'm sorry. No, that, that that's, you literally no. but they don't tell you, you, but they don't tell you it's that though. They don't market look, it or label yeah, it. Like remember, it remember when we we're just talking about previously about vaping and the additives they add to that. Yeah. And we know yeah. that about popcorn lung and popcorn the food lung, additives yeah. and all, uh -huh. all the stuff and vape heated vitamin E and everything that yeah. with this tumor, this isn't going to have a taste. So what have you got to add to it? All these food additives. So you're going to pile shit on top of shit? That's really going to be nice, isn't so it? You're going to give the cells that are already predisposed to be cancerous and then all the ingredients then that cause cancer in humans, you're going to just compile them all together and just say, oh, no, it's not going to cause cancer. I mean, it, it, how... God, monosyllabic. <laughs> I love that word, by the way, to describe someone's intelligence. That, that's what I think it is. It, it's, um, well, are we going to get a vaccine? 
Sometimes I would be monosyllabic. Are, are we um, going to get a, a Bill Gates vaccine to take care of that that cancer explosion? I, I'm just asking, asking for. Go ahead, Marty. One of them. I just want to. I just want to drop one bomb. Then I'm going to have to go. But you look at that chain of events there, where you've got precancerous cells being turned into lumps of meat, and then um, all kinds of highly dubious, possibly carcinogenic food additives being added to it. Yeah, it's it's basically a cancer hand grenade. Now, with our space enthusiast contingent so assembled, the reason I, I asked for this round table a while back is because you were both talking about the prospects that they're looking to mine um, uh, on, on other planets, particularly Mars. They were looking at creating some kind of launch pad or, or landing strip on the moon using the dust that you talked about, Ned. Re regolith, yeah. Regolith, yeah. Now, um, like I say, I've got to go in a minute, but I just, I, and perhaps you can continue this this discussion between yourselves. But the one thing that I can grasp onto from all astronomers is that the reason we are here and doing what we're doing is because we are in the Goldilocks zone. And when they're searching for other planets, they're looking for a similar set of distances from the major um, star within a within a, a planetary system or a solar system, other solar uh, systems. There's so many variables. Yeah, go yeah. on. So let's say you start to mine uh, stuff off Mars. You're trying um, to say upset the balance. You could upset the balance if you decided to get some of this regolith and somehow form it into an amalgam so that it could be landed on on a planet. Well, on on a, a a heavenly body, for want of a better word, that has got one third the gravity of Earth, such as the Moon. Is it a six? I thought it was a third. Even so, when if you create something big enough. On a, on a surface that's actually able to move, what's to stop it detaching? Uh, I, I think, personally... Oh, Space 1999? Well, personally, I think the uh, the levels of risk haven't been proper, properly analysed. We've got this massive space race going on at the moment with missions to the moon and so on. Some unscrupulous government uh, or government agency, space agency, will screw things up. I'm making that prediction now. Oh, it's the, the, not human the, to screw it up. But we've got we've got so much so many examples of where things haven't been properly thought out. And you can't yeah, just it's, it's, turn the yeah, clock back. You've got you've got the problem is you've got to a point where one of the um richest people in the world is spouting we're in such a fing pickle and there's such a bunch of bastards on this planet that to actually exponentially give us a higher percentage chance of survival, we've got to get on another place. Yeah, well, just because he's rich doesn't mean he's that smart. I didn't say that. I said that's what he's spouting. Yeah. But act actually, I'd say there's a lot of truth in that. There, well, there may be one. truth in it, but all I'm all I'm doing is is voicing a word of caution in exactly the oh, same he... way that what the f do they think they're doing by giving cancerous cells a bit of a, a steak flavor and feeding it to people or trying to? It's the same thing. You do not know the long-term consequences of these half-assed, harebrained, mad scientist experiments that are being conducted on, on mankind. And the next thing they want to experiment on is the solar system 
our own planetary system. And again, I'll, I'll just say the word one more, the phrase one more time, Goldilocks zone. It's just buying as it is. If anything major changes, it could be wipeout. Mm, there'd have to be a bigger paradigm shift than... It'd be, it'd be something like it, removing Jupiter. Yeah, it, well, yeah, you, you wouldn't get to do that. Jupiter is its own no. system. Yeah, but all this, Jupiter you, you know, I think system. I think I understand you know, what you're saying here. I, I think I, understand. I do. Let me, let me, I mean, if I mean, yes, if anything happens, if anything happens to our satellite, yes, that yeah, have a major destructive, yeah. major destruct because it affects it affects our gravity it's in our gravity in our well it affects yeah. us tidally i mean we probably wouldn't have come into existence if it didn't have the 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 movement of the waters and everything else i mean the variables are there yeah we that is one thing we do have to be careful with but that is why they created such uh, dark things in space 1999 because they that happened because they used it as a dumping ground for nuclear waste well, again, some smart ass is going to try that, aren't they? Someone's going they outsource everything. All the jobs have gone to Mumbai and um, China, China, Beijing. Uh, uh, all the jobs get outsourced. Waste is going to get outsourced. Oh, where can we put this? I know. Let's shove it on the moon. It's going to happen because they're stupid and they don't care. All they're looking for is that buck and. You know, I don't know that much about due, due, due in their short-term life. Yeah, that yeah. is the biggest problem that humans have. That short-term, I, I, I want it now. I think a far worse than sending your waste to the moon would be sending it to the sun. You, know, you just incinerate it at the sun. Yeah, that would work. And then you increase the mass of the sun, and then over time, the sun will uh, supernova much, much quicker because it burns up its full fuel faster. Yeah, but correct me if I'm That's wrong. Questionable too. Correct me if I'm wrong, the moon orbits the Earth, but in actual fact, the Earth kind of orbits the moon as well. At times, the, the various phases and the way the moves the moon moves around the Earth, the Earth is also... The moon is traversing around the sun, isn't it? And the moon is going around us. Yeah, no, the Earth is traversing around the, the sun and the moon is going yeah, the around. Earth is, yeah, the Earth is going around the we sun. Where's, the moon goes goes around around where's, where's yeah. that good-looking astronomer when you need him? Yeah, the Earth going around the name. sun. The Earth goes around the sun, the moon goes around us. Yes. Yes, but also the moon at during eclipse eclipses, yeah, the, the the actual... If if we were just moving around the sun and the moon moving around us yeah. solely, that would that would give you some some known constants. But I remember from watching some TV program with that very good-looking astronomer geezer on it who also said that actually the move, the Earth moves around the moon as well. But I don't know enough. I'm going to have to go and look it up. In fact, I, I suggest that's what I do there, any minute there, now. There could be a wobble. Uh, yeah, mean, there is a wobble. Very well, that's, be that's like that's a wobble. That's, yeah, that's possible. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but I mean, we we we. It's not like we're on a stable sort of mm. pin. We are no. tilted anyway because that gives us our seasonal changes. That gives us all manner of things. I mean, yeah. it's a complex thing, but the moon does go around us, and we go around the sun. Yeah, I know. I know that. However, anyway, I'll have to look it up. But what I am saying is, any kind of um, activity that could shift that balance could even even by a tiny percent of a degree it could change things 
on the planet exponentially. Uh, actually, I'll, I'll I'll do you one real quick. Um, so all those dams that China was building, um, it increased the uh, amount of water that was uh, held in one place shifting the mass of the earth ever so slightly uh scientists were saying that actually shifted our day length uh not day length it it no yeah it was day length it shifted the day length uh very 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 minutely but it caused a slight wobble because it shifted the the, the center of mass mm-hmm. there you go the so so that they're even making our goldilocks zone not just right by farting around with masses of water there's been in the news here in the UK just recently, there's a place on the south coast called Littlehampton, a most amusing name, but that, that is the name of the place. Done it, seen it. They have been um, experiencing uh, a very high number for this country of tornadoes. And uh, when I heard that on the news, the first thing I did was type into a search engine, wind farms near Littlehampton. And guess what? One of the biggest ones in the country called the Rampion Wind Farm is just off the coast. So where you've got these massive turbines which don't rotate to follow the wind, they they are just fixed. You've got the Gulf Stream coming up along the south coast and they focus, this is my guess, that I, I think it these tornadoes have something to do with the way in which wind is being focused by these wind turbines onto the shore and into the area of Littlehampton. Yeah, because remember, ages ago, when we, when I talked about these wind farms, basically, if they had satellite photographs and they looked at them, and basically, you've got these tails of wind, concentrated wind behind them. Yeah. And it's just streaming out. And if there's a group of them, you've got this amplified effect. And they, they know about this. They've got it all visually seen. And they so can there, see there you it. go. There, there we are. Another smart idea from some half-assed scientist that has a, a knock-on effect, whether it's f-ing genetically modified food, whether it's wind farms or mining and colonizing the moon. They're bad ideas. The biggest problem we've got is you've got to remove science and corporate lead. That is I think you have totally no, I think severed. I think it has to go further than that. No, you have to remove it has science. To be severed. And, no. But well the corporations have been corrupted and they've been corrupted by bad political ideas and bad political ideology. So you have to separate science and politics. Yeah, well politics if you separate science and politics yeah, but if you separate science and politics, the corporation part will solve itself. Science is supposed to be its own entity anyway. It's yes. supposed to be seeking yes. the truth, not being funded by corporations or government to, to, to find the correct solutions. It's supposed to find the truth itself. It's supposed to be observing reality or, or the laws of physics, the laws of nature, whatever you want to call it. Um, it's supposed to be observing it and finding out ways to exploit it. That, uh, yeah, and the thing the is, it's, it's, it. it's ever changing. I mean, no matter which analysis you see, they it's always, been driven they... in certain directions, Ned, isn't it? It's being driven by the corporate desire to find that, the, that is the why next co- thing. the corporate yeah. the corporate thing funds them. And as long as you've got that, it needs to be taken away. Politics has to be well, it's got to be run well, by it, the people it, again. For the same reason, church and state need to be separate. Science. And corporations need to be separate. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Um, gentlemen, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go. Please feel free to um, to continue on without me. Um, it's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. 
Well, well thank you for being fine. here. We will uh, we will catch you later. You guys want to do some more time? You can do a few minutes. Okay. Not for we'll long. We'll do. Uh, all right. Yeah, we'll, we'll do some. Good night, Marty, and then we'll yeah, slowly yeah. drift out. Marty, take care. I will see you next yeah. week. It's yeah, a, catch you later. Thank you for being here. Take care. Right, so there he goes. Right, so you guys want to, you just want to do some wrap ups while we're here? Yeah, I mean that's that's that is one hell of a, a rabbit hole to talk about. You could talk it about is. that for hours. Yeah. We could probably yeah, we probably could have done an entire hour just on that alone. Yeah, yeah, I know. yeah. You two especially, yeah, the two of you yeah. could have done that. So yeah. well. It's been a it's been a great talk, you know. It's not like I said; it's not very often. We'll have to do one of these again, you know. We'll give it a month or or so, and and we'll see how it goes. Maybe we'll do another one by the end of the year. We got Christmas break coming up, so maybe we'll uh, we'll all get together on one of the uh, one of the weeks in December, uh, and we can. Yeah, but you have to give us some sort of. Oh yeah, of course. Notice, yeah, of course. Too 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 much too much moving around and happens at uh, Christmas. Yeah, of course. Well, we were going to do this uh, a couple of weeks ago, but then uh, something happened, and then we were going to do it last week, and then I got sick, and then this week seemed the obvious choice, but I gave everybody ample notice, so we'll have to... I'll see if I can dig up some nasty topics. Yeah. Well, you got a month to to get it together, so... (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's been a great conversation. You guys got any final thoughts you want to uh, to relay? No, no, no. It was great. It it was good it's it just it's just let the dust settle i and i'm gonna be thinking about this for ages when we come off air anyway because it's such it's such a minefield uh but the one thing i will say is no matter i agree with marty you've got to take it carefully yeah and the moon can be a stepping stone and that's all it needs to be and we have to go to mars and we have to do things like that because if we stay here it's going to be one hell of a dystopia not even just even even if we we, we had a <laughs> i mean even if we had this wonderful peaceful utopia yeah utopias don't exist but let's say we did here on earth all it takes is one pandemic one asteroid one uh major astronomic event you could have a uh, a supernova in another gal or not galaxy but no yeah the, actually some of the some of the black holes that form uh the x-rays that are emitted off of there are so powerful that it would eradicate life on Earth. So, I mean, there, there's so many different things that happen that could spell disaster for us on Earth. Um, yeah, getting to another planet, another well, solar system, uh, we should be. Fundamentally, the lessons that we've actually gone through in the last five years alone has taught us that man has got to a point where there's a hell of a lot of twats here at the moment. And to actually have a percentage chance to survive we do need to expand it'll be also fun to see uh looking at this in a macro sense i know we won't be around long enough to see this uh data but it would be fun uh for scientists in the future that once we do spread out amongst the the stars um it'll be interesting to see how the human race evolves from there um we could be the only race the only civilization in the universe uh, that's intelligent life but once you start spreading out like that and on different planets and everybody's going to evolve differently. Differently. Um, and it'll be, yeah. yeah. So it'll be interesting to see if we end up having alien races that we talk about in like, you know, all these different bipedal aliens uh, in movies well, and you, all you, of that could, that are simply create, humans. You could create your own scientific future as in, okay, so you spread out amongst the galaxy and maybe get to another galaxies. And then because of the way we are, something happens and society is split up and then after time they start to regain their industrial whatever and they see each other as aliens because 
difficult mm-hmm. about them. Yeah, there's there's so many yeah. simple things that could happen. I don't see why we're worrying about whether there's anything out there or not. I mm. think we should just grow up and say, why don't we just go and have a look? Mm. There well, could also be tons of aliens out there and yeah, you know, there, there's all kinds of stuff and we're actually like a... a uh, there's a quarantine zone around the planet because we can't get along and every time every civilization of human the human race uh, rises comes to power and then f- usually ends up falling because we're idiots because we live in the twat zone not, we the, Goldilocks zone. not the Goldilocks zone <laughs> alright we're gonna go ahead and call this one done gentlemen it's been an absolute pleasure so Marty's already gone so we will bid him farewell I will see all of you guys next week it's been a great conversation thank you for being here today thank you to all of the listeners God bless everyone and have a great evening Good night.